What's up, everyone, and welcome to the School District Podcast. My name is Adam Welcome. This is my podcast. I'm the host, and I really hope you enjoy all the conversations I have with educators all over the world, principals, teachers, instructional coaches, assistant superintendents, superintendents, and even state commissioners of education. We talk about the pain points and lessons learned in education so we can all simply be better for kids and the colleagues we work with. I was thinking the other day, I've been podcasting for 10 years years. I started when I was an elementary school principal on this app called Audio Boom. I don't even know if it's around anymore. We would <laughs> we would record directly into my phone. Uh, just what was going on, books kids were reading, announcements, and we would just share it with the community. It was, uh, it was super awesome. It's been a journey for sure. Please consider subscribing to the podcast, leave a rating, write a review, and share your favorite conversations with colleagues or anyone you think would enjoy. Today's episode is brought to you by me. (laughs) I'm the sponsor. The best way to support the podcast is pick up one of my books. Kids deserve it. Run like a pirate. Empower our girls or teachers deserve it. I would appreciate it. All available on Amazon, as you can imagine, or wherever books are sold. And if you like to listen rather than read the words, Kids Deserve It is also on Audible as an audiobook. And if your organization, school, district, county, service unit, conference company is having an event and looking for a high-energy, relevant, relatable, fun, down-to-earth speaker that just keeps it real and really connects with the audience, reach out directly so we can talk about your event and schedule something amazing for your team. I've given well over 300 keynotes all across North America, Canada, Mexico, Central America, uh, just with breakout sessions, coaching, leadership strands, ed tech conferences, and I would love to work with you. You are probably listening to this in the middle to the end of June, and uh, this summer is going to be busy. I got Georgia, Virginia, New Hampshire, Idaho, Kentucky, Texas, California, West Virginia, Texas again, Illinois, California again, Ohio, Missouri, Missouri, back-to-back, Illinois again, Missouri, Missouri, back-to-back, Oregon, and then Pennsylvania back-to-back, and then finishing up in Minnesota in uh, just like the first, I think September 1st, I'm in Minnesota, adamwelcome at gmail.com or mradamwelcome.com for more information about speaking and also my other podcasts and blog. All right, my guest today is the proud principal of Liverpool Elementary in Liverpool Central School District in Liverpool, New York, Jessica Ann Kona. And uh, Jessica and I actually have hung out and met in person at the NAESP Principal Conference last year in Illinois. It was awesome to, always awesome to be able to connect with people in person and then get them on the podcast so we can uh, talk further. And Jessica is a principal of three years and just has tons of energy, tons of ideas, great mojo for her school and just things to share with the uh, with the audience at large. So um, make sure you go to Twitter and follow Jessica J and Kona L E. I'm going to link it in the show notes as well. Like I always do go over there and follow Jessica and uh, Hey, tell her how much you enjoyed the podcast. So thanks for being here. Thanks for listening. And um, without further ado, Jessica and Kona, Jessica and Kona, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I am incredibly honored. I'm excited to be here with you. Yeah, everyone right now, go to Twitter, follow Jessica at J and Kona 
L E. I feel like we know each other, Jess, even though we're just meeting, like it's awesome. Just connecting before the show, you know, you talk to some people and you just, you just get a connection from another principal, someone that's done the job. It's a, uh, it's awesome. It's a good feeling. So I know this is going to be an awesome podcast, Jessica, for the people out there that don't know who you are, introduce yourself, tell us what you do and just kind of give us the backstory. Absolutely. So again, I'm, I'm really excited to be here with you, Adam. And actually we did meet before we met last summer in Chicago. That's right. Oh my God. I hate when conference. I do that. I hate when I do that. And Louisville's this summer. So looking forward to it. So uh, as you mentioned, Jessica Ancona, I am an elementary principal in Liverpool, New York for the Liverpool Central School District. Very proud principal of Liverpool Elementary. So if you are familiar with Syracuse, I'll put us up on the map and central New York, that's where I am. So not downstate, we are way north where it's, it's really cold, lots of snow. Uh, but anyhow, this is my third year here. I love it. I absolutely love what I do. I love the community that I serve, um, you know, still early career principal, learning every single day. Uh, prior to my time here in Liverpool, I was an instructional coach. I was an instructional coach for three years. I'm so thankful that I had that opportunity. You learn a lot. I couldn't imagine coming straight out of the classroom to a building leadership position. I, I feel that really set me up well, prepared me well. I learned an incredible amount, um, especially working with people. Uh, so instructional coach for three years, and I was an elementary teacher prior to that. I taught third grade and fourth grade, so I was a classroom teacher for seven years. Love that as well. Love being in the classroom and still a teacher at heart, still a teacher every day. And, you know, outside of here when I'm not working, of course, as a building principal, I, you could, I feel like you could work 24 hours a day and not get your work done. But I'm also a mom of four, so very, very busy and have a very, very supportive family. Of course, if, you know, anyone that's in education knows you, you have to have a, a lot of support at home. So, um, so yeah, that's just a little bit about me. It's interesting that you that you look at yourself as an early career principal. After three years of my principaling, I felt like I was a veteran because like you've done, no, like you've done some, I know you always have a lot to learn and someone that's been doing it 20 years has a lot to learn, but geez, I mean, you took over and then like COVID happens. I mean, my first year as a principal, uh, the horrific incident in Sandy Hook happened, which, you know, affected, impacted just safety and thinking as a principal with schools. Um, so I would say, you are not early career. You've already done so much and handled a pandemic and all that that has to not even offer, but just comes along with it. Um, you know, the experience is there. Well, whether you were early career veteran, no one was prepared for the last three years. So yeah, so actually my first year here in this building was, was the year of our closure. So um, I learned uh, tremendously. And I, I always, you know, tell myself that if, if you can handle leading in pandemic, there is not a challenge that you can't handle. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Well, talking about what you love in your job, Jessica, what do you love most about being an educator? Love most about being an educator. So uh, it, relationships are at, at the heart of what we do. So I would have to say it would be the, the people. I'm very much a, a people person. I think that if you were to ask anyone or on any given day, if you were to you know, walk into Liverpool Elementary, you would see me just all over. Every morning I'm outside, I'm you know, saying hi to all the kids, I'm greeting the families in the morning, I'm then I'm in the halls, I'm connecting with teachers. Every morning it is 
my routine every every classroom every day wishing all the kids a, a great morning and in fact it's it's a it's a big deal to them if i'm ever not in a classroom in the morning if i ever had to be out of the building for any reason uh, kids notice mrs ancona where were you yesterday we didn't see you and um and i even like cards that i get from kids or pictures they'll even write like how they notice that you come in the classroom every morning so it's a really big deal for them um, you know, they'll always say that they can hear my heels walking down the hall. So just the people, I, 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 I love the people and, and you have to, you have to in this role. And, you know, as I said that, you know, if you say that it's all about, you know, relationships are the building blocks of what we do, you, you have to live it, you have to model it and you have to, you know, get out there and, and show people who you are and that, that you care about them. Yeah, I love what you said about just making it a routine. I remember years ago, I was in a meeting with another principal and uh, they had their calendar up and I was just kind of looking and like, oh, like tell me about your calendar. And they had on there throughout the week and it just said classrooms. And I said, well, what's that mean? And they said, oh, well, I schedule when I go into classrooms, which to me is, is kind of a weird thought. I just, I was just always like you, Jess, just in classrooms. Uh, yes, you schedule observations and different things, but on a daily basis, you're just in classrooms. And if I had quote unquote, nothing to do or some dead time, which it rarely happens, just go spend time in classrooms. And I would say, take that as a a tip listeners don't you know, if you think you have to schedule, just don't and make it a routine because habits become uh, part of your life when you just make them consistent every day after the bell, before lunch, after lunch, before the end of the day, or just, you know, whenever that might be. I think it's just, a, I think it's just such an important piece uh, of the job. Jessica, I want your ideas on this. I feel like in education, we're so good at bringing things into our schools. And this is a question I've been asking a lot of guests on the podcast, and it's really, really interesting to get everybody's take on it. New programs, projects, ideas, curriculum, but just bluntly, I think that we're really bad at getting rid of old programs or curriculum or practices that are just tired and out of date. You know, I use the analogy, people have heard me say this many times, it's kind of like wallpaper. Uh, you know, like in the 70s, our parents and grandparents just put wallpaper upon wallpaper and you really don't even know what like the wall color is. It's just layers and layers. Now, how do you as a building leader, as a building principal, how do you make sure what's happening in your building is relevant, up to date and what is best for kids and teachers that really serves them right, serves them the best? So I'm, I'm thinking as you're asking me this question in about, and you said, you said change, right? And well, a couple of different things about change and, and keeping things relevant and, and up to date, right? And I, we have to change in education. Like our, our world is constantly changing and we have to adapt to that because, you know, we're preparing kids right now for, and we say this all the time, right? We're preparing kids for, for jobs that we don't even know that exist yet. Um, you know, but first thing when it comes to change and, and that's inevitable, you know, change is, is, a, is a part of life. Um, but and change is hard. Um, but how do you, first thing is I, I have to look at is why. Why Why are there changes? You know, speaking of the pandemic, you mentioned that earlier before, and that was an incredible amount of change for everybody in any organization, whether you were in, working in schools or not in schools, um, it impacted everybody. Um, but people have to know why that there is a change. Why does it benefit kids? And how will they be supported through the change? So I think about whether you know the pandemic caused so many changes for schools. Um, you know, more recently, 
you know, our teachers here have had um, a few new programs, um, specifically SEL programs, which is a huge need that we know. Um, and so how does that look? So certainly, you know, getting out there, getting the why and communication. So whenever we've had a change in this building, one thing is just making sure that I am openly communicating, getting all the facts out there. I'm a very face-to-face -face person. So I'm not one that if there's something that it's a change that's going to impact everybody, you're not going to get it out of an email from me. You are going to get it face-to-face. -face. And again, you know, I'm all about connecting with people. So um, and having those conversations, being very intentional about planning those conversations with people and then offering, how am I going to support you? What is it that you need? I'm asking my teachers all the time, whenever there's a change, we're, we're undergoing a, a huge, uh, actually a redistrict um, organization in our, um, within, I'm sorry, reorganization within our district. And I'm asking teachers, what is it that you need? How can I support you? If there's something they need to learn, I can make that happen. I'll help you with that. Um, of course, then again, as a building leader, you have to be very um, careful with delegating your time too. Uh, but anyhow, openly communicating the why, making sure that you are providing the support to teachers. And when you have really good relationships with your teachers, you're really in tune to what they need. So I know my teachers pretty well that, you know, if there's certain someone that I need to check in with and see how they're doing, um, you know, I'm making sure I'm touching base with them. So checking in with teachers, you know, at the start of this school year, we had so many changes, right? Our schools looked so vastly different. I made myself available. I told my staff every day after school, you can find me in the library. Any questions you have, come see me. And um, they did. And then, you know, that's when trust starts to develop. If people see that they can come, they can come to see you, that you're there to support them, um, then that's, that's where trust comes about. Um, I also think that with any um, change in, in your supporting people through that process is you have to celebrate the wins along the way. So, you know, as I mentioned, you know, our, our teachers here, they have a, a brand new program that they're implementing. And, you know, I'm intentional about looking for some great things that are happening. In fact, um, just a, a, a suggestion. I learned this somewhere. Everything that I do, I feel like I've learned some, somewhere. I, I'm not, I'm not original by any means, but I often keep blank post-it notes on my desk as a reminder. So when I'm out there and I'm looking in classrooms, you do too, awesome. Yes, right, cool. I do. Cool. So I have a blank post-it notes on my desk um, so that when I'm out in classrooms and I see something, I remember to come back, I write the teacher a little note. And I have to tell you, it means the world. I could not get over as a building principal how much people appreciate those little post-it notes. I've seen them like hung up on like their bulletin boards or on a fridge and um, you know, they'll come back and they'll thank me or they'll email me. I'm like, thank you so much for that. No. And it's there like months later, it's still hung up. So it, it means a lot to people when you recognize that they're putting in the effort and, and they, that they feel supported. So um, I think it's just, it's not so much the changes that take place, but knowing why there's changes and how you're going to help your people. Yeah, I love all those strategies, Jessica, that you just that you just laid out. I mean, the post-it notes, I'm with you. Or if you just get stationary with your name on it, I mean, people save those probably even longer. That's really great. Hey, don't email important things. Go by and tell people face-to-face -face or go to great level collaboration. I mean, I've gotten so many emails over the years where I'm like, oh my gosh, that's like a really big thing that you just emailed me. Like you could have called me. Um, and
And, you know, I'm picturing you ever been to your school, Jessica. Hopefully someday I'll be able to visit in person. It'd be really awesome to, to walk through the building with you. But I going, love it. Yes, going out into the building, going into classroom. I'm going to be in the library because leaders always say my door is always open. But how often do people really, really come through that door? Or, hey, call me if you need me. And I think like leaders should do the reverse and call people, go check in with your people. That's that proactive piece that I think is so important. Uh, Jessica, shifting gears a little bit, if you could choose one person alive or dead to spend the day with who is not a family member, who would it be and why? Who is not a family member. So of course, I'm sure my family's listening. They want me to say that. <laughs> uh, let's see here. So this is a, this is a great question. Um, you know, I'm sure a lot of people would, you know, name some, you know, great stars out there, but I would have to choose anyone that is going to, cause you know, cause like I said, I love what I do. I'd have to choose anyone that is really going to impact my work here that I immediately can come back and, and better serve uh, my school and community. So I would have to go with just everyday authentic leaders that are just loving what they do. There's, so you said one, but since this is a wish, I'm going to go with two. So Jessica Gomez, I'm a huge fan, shout out to her. And then Zandra Joe Galvan, if anyone listening, if you're not following them on social media, I suggest that you do. I have learned, I'm like the social media fan, right? I've learned so much from those two. Um, their webinars, just, they are, they're incredibly inspiring, strong women um, leading their communities and um, just, whole lot of positive energy. So I'd have to say, I'd love to go and visit them, see how they lead for a day. I bet I'd come back with a lot of ideas and, and put it into place here. Oh my God. I'm smiling so hard because Jessica and Zandra are both friends of mine. And uh, maybe I can, uh, maybe I can okay, connect you. Maybe I'm going to make it happen. Adam, welcome. He tries to make things happen. I love the shout outs. You know, it's kind of like reading a book. Whenever I read a book, I always like to find another book to read from within the book that I'm reading, like some kind of recommendation from the author. And I was not seeing your answer go in that way. So I'm glad that you pick people that are alive and that I know and that you can reach out to and You're actually gonna connect it with it. And I'm going to make it happen. Just watch. You're in California. I'll bring back some sun. That's even added benefit. Oh, right? you, you need some sun in upstate New York. I know. Oh, I, do. I, I get it. Go. I get it. Jessica, what do you wish more people knew about schools? Uh, so I think what more people know about schools, I think that, you know, we think about school, right? We think about, you know, we send our kids off in the morning and they go to school and they learn and, you know, and we think that, you know, that's, that's what's their day. Um, but I think what we don't see is the incredible amount of love and, and passion that our educators have, uh, for our kids. And, and I say that it's not just the love of the subjects that they teach, but, um, you know, they really, truly go above and beyond for kids all of the time. I see it here. I'm incredibly proud of my team um, and the things that they do. So I actually should share with you a little story. So last Friday, right after school, you know, of course, if anyone knows on a Friday, right, what is everyone doing? Like the building is completely empty after dismissal. Everyone's ready to go home for the weekend. And I had a group of teachers here that had goodie bags all packed up and they drove to a home of one of our students because he had a recent injury, wasn't able to come to school and they, they surprised him. You know, that, that child, imagine how happy he was to see all of his teachers on his doorstep there just to see him 
Um, and I, I see things like that happen all the time. So I think it's just um, our teachers truly love their kids and, and go really go above and beyond. Yeah, I love that story. It's doing those things that don't cost any money. They just cost some time and some thought and some positive intentionality. It's, uh, it's super important. Jessica, big part of this podcast is amplifying the voices of my guests. I'm just going to pass the microphone over to you. What would you like to say to close us out to all the people that listen to this podcast? So everyone that's listening to this podcast, again, Anna, I just want to thank you again for having me on. I really appreciate it. Um, but, you know, it, I imagine everyone's in education, right? So they can, everything that I'm saying probably resonates to what um, they're going through. First thing I want to say is I know that our days are incredibly hard. I, I, I was telling you today when we first got on about what a crazy day I've had. Um, but, you know, one of the things is just remember that, you know, ask, ask for help. Don't be afraid to ask for help. Um, we're continuously learning and, you know, there's so many different opportunities to learn and grow. I know I mentioned NAESP earlier. Um, if you're not a member and now I'm not getting any, anything for saying this, um, but it's truly helped me. There's so many webinars and, and resources, um, but find yourself just a great group of people or a mentor, just someone that um, might not always have all the answers, right? You don't want all the answers. You want to be able to learn and reflect, but someone that is really able to listen to you, cheer you on and just keep you going. Um, we need that. So I, I'm, I'm thankful for the, the mentors that I have in my life. Um, so don't be afraid to ask for help. Don't, don't give up. Um, you remember that you do make a difference. Kids are noticing what you do. Um, and you know, you have an incredible opportunity each day. And I always have to remind myself, you have an incredible opportunity to positively impact the school that you serve, the students, the families, the teachers. Um, so if we remember that we're here to serve, it's an incredibly impactful role in, in the difference that we make. So, so remember, remember your why, remember why you're here. And don't forget to have fun. I know there's so much going on in schools and, you know, as a building principal, I have, yes, there's a lot of things I have to do, a lot of, a lot of paperwork, a lot of things I don't always love, but I have to remember to still have fun with the kids and have fun with my staff. Um, you know, we want to make it a place that people want to come to every single day and, and enjoy it. We, we, you know, where would it be? We, where would we be without humor? So have some fun. You got to have fun at J Ancona LE. I'm super excited to hang out in person again this summer in Louisville. Louisville is a great town. If you're listening and you have not signed up for the NASP conference, just go to NAESP.org, register. You get to hang out with me in person. Jessica, Jessica Gomez, I'm, I know actually is going to be there. Jessica will be there. And uh, Jessica Ancona can fangirl with Jessica Gomez and get a picture. And then um, we'll all just be connecting together. Uh, Jessica Ancona, thanks again. Love talking to you. Everybody listening, thanks for all that you do. And I hope that you have an absolutely amazing day.